0: We're your hosts, I'm Caitlin, and I'm Kelsey, Florida Natives for Two Decades, and True Crime Fanatics. Welcome to the chaos of sunshine and shadows.
1: The Sunshine State earned her nickname in 1970, boasting over 800 miles of beaches and 1,500 miles of intercoastal waterways, 11 national parks, and over 8 of the top amusement parks. Florida is the perfect vacation spot to unwind, relax, and vacation with family and friends. Or, or is it? it?
0: Florida has 67 counties totaling a little over 40 million acres of land, broken up into six different regions, filled with swamps, farms, and many rural cities. On this podcast, we will take a look at the counties and their dark city underbellies of crime and mystery, reminding everyone that you can't have sunshine without the shadows.
1: On this season of Sunshine and Shadows, we will be focusing on the Sunshine State's infamous Northeast Florida region. These 20 mostly rural farm counties do bring forth several universities and state colleges and larger metropolitan areas.
0: During this season, we will be examining these counties, exposing their dark shadowy secrets in the pursuit of advocating for families and giving a voice to the voiceless. Join us on this journey to learn more about our home state on this season of Sunshine and Shadows. And we are back. What is up, gremlins? Hey, humans. Um, so this is Caitlin Case. So <gasps> this in.
1: is actually our first serial
0: killer. I'm excited, but like not in like a weird, like morbid way that like I'm obsessed with serial killers. But
1: like, I agree. But I think it's just it's interesting because it was. I feel like Ted Bundy overshadowed serial killing for um for the entire state of Florida. <laughs> Yeah, he's kind of a big one. Huge, yes. So not that we're, like, obsessed with serial killers in a weird way. I just think everyone here is Florida, and they assume Ted Bundy. So it's kind of, like, we have more. <laughs> we have more terrible people. <laughs> I'm sure you're all so surprised. <laughs> Florida man is a real thing. This ooh, this one's a doozy. This guy is, cray cray. But on the bright side, he wasn't a Florida native. That's always bright. <laughs> i would actually Um, like to run a
0: statistic i feel like most hero killers that come to florida aren't actually like florida natives
1: i honestly anybody out there that's listening to us that's like super into stats and things like that you guys want to run that for us um
0: (laughs) i'd like to uh prove that i'd like to prove that argument thank you very much
1: i want to know how many native like you know because i know there's people that murder here like we're not exempt it's not like florida it's hot here things happen (laughs) temperatures fly um and everything like that Temperatures, (laughs) (laughs) timbers, timbers fly. Temperatures fly. (laughs) temperatures do fly too. Uh, Timbers and temperatures fly. A little bit bold
0: with the the weather.
1: Yeah, real disrespectful. But I wonder, like, how many, like, you know, we're not like Washington State. No offense, Washington. But like, you like produce them. You have Starbucks and murderers, like serial killers, like that's your thing. We have gators, like we aren't known for and methods. <laughs> yeah, we aren't known for producing like mass producing serial killers so mm-hmm. like i wonder how many serial killers are like florida natives like not to be like how many southern like i would even take it to southern serial killers because i like, think about it israel keys alaska i think jeffrey Dahmer's from the south oh crap okay one to israel keys and ted bundy
0: Jeffrey, oh, never mind.
1: (laughs) Anyone that would like to look that up first, that'd be fantastic.
0: I'm going to Google this. Give me a second.
1: (laughs) I'm going to Google where Jeffrey Dahmer is from.
0: By the way, we will not be talking about him at any time. Nope. Soon. Um, Oh, he's from Wisconsin. I
1: take it back. (laughs) See, Midwest and Northern states.
0: I mean, what else are they going to do? Drink all the time?
1: True. I'm
0: I'm literally Googling serial killers from, oh, we'll do from Florida. Hello, hello, Google. Oh, Danny Rowling. Danny Rowling's not from
1: here? Liars? Because that's your guy. Mm I was like, wait a second. No, he's not originally from here. He was caught here, and we had... Oh, we have
0: Eileen. Oh, that crazy woman. I mean, I don't think she's that crazy.
1: She wasn't from here, though. She traveled down here, and this is where she got caught.
0: Oh. Are you it's sure? ES- ESPN's pulling up a wrong article. It's 10 serial killers whose crimes were committed in Florida. That's not what I asked you, Google. Google, why are you doing this dirty? Oh, Ted Bund- Okay, that's going to be... That is a research project and a half.
1: Yeah, Danny Rowling... Danny, yeah, Danny Rowling's is my guy.
0: Oh, there's a Casanova killer.
1: Oh. Paul John Knowles
0: killed 35 people over whoa, oh, oh. seven months spare what whoa in jacksonville i'm switching whoa. my case <laughs> duval we coming <laughs> i'm about to literally i'm switching my case right now
1: 35 in seven months i'm not saying like i commend the hustle because i was terrible but like that he a- was literally called the Casanova
0: killer what a hustle Like, okay, if he wasn't a murderer, he'd be kind of cute.
1: No, don't you dare say that. Because people say that about Ted Bundy and no no to his unibrow. He had a unibrow. (laughs) Hard pass. I know that we would not have been his victims because we would never have gotten into the car. He did not care. (gasps) Men, women,
0: children, and elderly. Whoa. In 1974. So you know he got overshadowed by? Ted Bundy.
1: Dude.
0: He was born in
1: Orlando. That's the happiest place on earth. Not for them. <laughs> no
0: one is sure of the exact number that he murdered. <gasps> oh,
1: okay. okay. So that was the teaser for Kelsey's episode <laughs> for Duval County.
0: Man, I hope maybe he's in St. John's. I was excited for my Duval one.
1: We'll have to come back and do him. Yeah, we're gonna pin him. Put a pin in it. I'm putting him. Drop a pin. What's his name again? I just forgot his name. <laughs>
0: The Casanova Killer. That was his name. How? I hate when Paul they Paul can- John Knowles. Okay, PJ. Because <laughs> I hate I hate when they get these. The Casanova Killer. Okay, PJ. His Shut the fuck up.
1: His nickname is literally like PJ, like you jammies, like you jam jams. Exactly. All right, PJ, you're going to fucking kill me? Uh, that's another thing I think um, if you're listening to us, you should probably know now on our third episode, is everyone in our family has told us, it doesn't matter how we go out. We're shit-talking till the end. <laughs> so, exactly. I don't care. I know in some of these cases, we talk
0: about, like, you know, victims that just try to comply. Not me. No. If you no. kidnap me, Shit talking. you're going to kill
1: me anyways. First off. The likelihood of you
0: keeping me alive,
1: fuck that. First off, good luck. My best friend has my location, and she on this shit. You didn't respond to me for, like, 45 minutes, and I had to be like, oh, she's at work. Like, I need to not, like, flip out. But, like, literally, like to the day i die oh yeah just know if i go out talking shit you know i went out they killed me because i was talking shit (laughs) like i don't everyone's like you'll be too scared and i'll be like my mom has trained me my parents have trained me for this day to be kidnapped more of the reason for me to be too scared (laughs) like they're gonna kill me anyways what the fuck's the do you know what i would be mad about if you stuffed me in the trunk disrespectful we've talked about this before clip me in the front of the seat in the seatbelt. make it look good lean me up against the window come on in the trunk i'm haunting your ass haunting your ass i'm haunting their asses anyways well yeah that too <laughs> but like i'm going for your mama any family you got i'm throwing shit off the shelves i'm making her no ruckus. like and like if all of a sudden you decide to kill me
0: at least we're gonna like make it a thing before you like i'm gonna give you like the red lipstick killer i don't fucking know yeah
1: you're gonna you're gonna be a cool serial killer you're not gonna be a lame serial killer. disrespectful Do not you're be not lame. gonna be like btk like if you murdered me don't be lame <laughs> disrespectful. you not be btk absolutely not i mm, out here murdering me disrespectfully nah dude i am haunting you up into the point where they lethal inject you and i'm gonna knock that shit over so it messes it up <laughs> i'm fucking We're gonna with put you. it in the wrong vein fucking with you till the end and then when you come up there, because you died, I'm
0: going to be there to fight you, throwing hands. Yep. I might be in hell, too, just because I <laughs> said, God, I got
1: no, I can't do this one now. I'm going to be on vacation. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm going on vacay. Give me a second. Be bopping. So <laughs> I guess I should get to the county now that we <laughs> bantered. <laughs> Sorry about that. But episode three, brevity, you should know. Brevity is not our strong suit. No. Uh, so Alachua County, our first serial killer. They called him the Gainesville Ripper. Is it Ripper or Reaper? I think it's Ripper. It's Ripper, yeah. Which, like, eh, he gave himself that nickname, so, like... <laughs> why do we let
0: them get away with this? I don't shit? know. Ted Bundy doesn't have a name. Jeffrey Dahmer doesn't have a name. You know why you have to have a name, Danny Rowling? Even though you're dead, I think. Yes. Because you weren't fucking cool enough. I hate that, we, that these people gave names.
1: Yeah, no, like I, I don't understand. First, the Green River Killer, you're a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Zodiac
0: killer. If you're anything like BTK, BTK literally, what is it? It's born to kill. (sighs) Okay, sure. You literally can't even sit with the other serial killers. If you have to make up your own name, when you go to hell, they don't let you sit with them. You're not
1: cool enough. You don't get to sit in the. (laughs) You can't make our own names up. (laughs) You don't get to say We're it. just called by our names. Yeah. That's how you That's how you know you a badass dude if they call you by your first and last name. Theodore Bundy?
0: <laughs> I said his name a
1: lot. <laughs>
0: Maybe I got like a fascination with his unibrow.
1: God, how, how, how did you get in the car? How? 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 Because like, listen, my grandpa was there at FSU in the 70s. My grandpa was good looking, right? And I'm saying that from a completely like objective viewpoint. You can't tell me these sorority girls were hopping in Unibrow Bob's car. No. No, no. That's not what he did at FSU. He broke into
0: a sorority house when they were asleep. But I just like. He got the women in his car in, like,
1: Washington. But they were like, he's so unassuming. He had a Unibrow red flag.
0: It is. I think red Unibrows flag. were normal in the 70s.
1: No, they were never normal. They were never acceptable. I'm I mean, sorry. you gotta
0: think, they weren't waxing back then. Shave it. They had those weird, you know,
1: the one blade. Listen, if you out here murdering people and you're bold enough to murder people, you're bold enough to shave your unibrow with a straight razor, okay? You obviously do not give a
0: fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Hence why he murdered people. Ugh. All right, we're so off-tangent, sorry, right? sorry, Alachua County.
1: Woo! Back to Alachua County. So, Alachua County is a county in north-central Florida. Duh, because that's where we're at. So, interesting, 1823, there was the Treaty of Moultrie Creek which required the Seminole tribe to move a reservation south of what is now Ocala, and the flow of settlers increased to the area. Surprise, surprise!
0: Colonization was a bitch.
1: <laughs> so many occupied former Seminole towns that had already been set up and established, freeloading, um, such as a place called Hogstown. <laughs> so, Alachua County was created by the Florida Territorial Legislature in the eighteen twenty-four. In the in eighteen twenty-four, sorry. The new county stretched from the border with Georgia south to Charlotte Harbor, and the original county seat was Wantons, which is now Micanopy, and that was in 1828. It was then moved to Newmansville near the city of Alachua. We no longer have any of these names, right? So as of 2020, a census, the population was 270,000 people, right? So according to the Bureau, so, the county is only 969 square miles, and most of the population is renters because of Go Gators, University of Florida. And we cannot forget our favorite little state college, Go Saints, Santa Fe. <laughs> Santa Fe College? <laughs> What's a better name, a better mascot. The Saints? What's oh, a dog? I'm pretty sure it's a dog. Okay, when I first started going saints? there, they didn't have an official mascot. And then they, like, got one my last year there. I don't... I mean, I'm sure, like, the mascot guy is a dog. But, like, was it supposed to be a St. Bernard? I think so. I think that's what they went with. That's what the brand they went with. I Again, it was... I thought they
0: meant, like, saints, like, you know, sainthood. You know, the Catholic church.
1: Well, you know, like, your senior year, you're kind of, like, checked out. <laughs> like, you coasted. In. That's true. So, I thought it was crazy. There's only 45... Thousand people renting in the county during the census, which is forty-five percent of the population, almost half. So Gainesville is a huge city, but you also have like outlying cities like High Springs and things like that. So Gainesville is an all is pretty cool. Um, not the fact that they like you know kicked the Indians out and um, moved them <laughs> and colonized. Racist. Um. So we see what you did to Rosewood, Florida. I caught you. I peeped you on that. Oh yeah, we should definitely, that should be like an update, like things going on in Florida at the end of our podcast that are wild. So we're in the city of Gainesville, which is the home of the University of Florida. Go Gators. So according (laughs) to the website for Gainesville, it informs us that Gainesville is where nature and culture meet. You know, the culture they didn't run off. (laughs) So, you get to enjoy world class museums, performing arts, and live music. Explore eight state parks with more than 100 miles of trails for biking, birding, world class museums, <laughs> where and hiking, or cool off in the crystal blue freshwater springs. You're talking about <laughs> devil, devil's den, Jenny Springs. Oh my god, that's I- in Alachua. <laughs> okay, girl, it gets better, it gets better. That be- is
0: literally. From a redneck's ass crack.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When you're done with your day, kick back at a craft brewery and savor innovative cuisine and specialty cocktails inspired by local restaurants. Gainesville is the largest city and county seat of Alachua County. It serves as a cultural, educational, and commercial center for North Florida for the North Florida region. The city provides a full range of municipal services, including including police and fire protection, comprehensive land use planning and zoning services, code enforcement, neighborhood improvement, streets and drainage construction and maintenance, traffic engineering services, waste and recycling services through a franchised operator recreational parks cultural and and nature services and necessary administrative services to support these activities
0: you know it's crazy that they had to throw in that that they're the seat of alachua county when literally alachua newberry and high springs are trying to like for lack of a better term secede from alachua (laughs) county and make a new county they're gonna do springs county it's apparently on like the ballot like you can vote on
1: it Ooh, we'll update when that happens they're trying to leave because they, so it gets worse. <laughs> Additionally, what underpaid th- college student have to write this? Probably an intern from the University of Florida. <laughs> Additionally, the city owns a regional transit system, a municipal airport, <laughs> a seventy-two par championship golf course, and utility services. Is that about the
0: Ironwood Golf Course or the one at the yeah. <laughs>
1: that is a- and the one that UF has, the, the Bostic golf. So, Gainesville is home to Florida's largest and oldest university mm. and is one of the state's centers of education, medicine, cultural events, and athletics. The University of Florida and UF Health Hospital at UF are the leading employers in Gainesville and provide jobs for many residents of the surrounding counties. Known for its preservation of historic buildings and the beauty of its natural surroundings, Gainesville's numerous parks, museums, and lakes provide entertainment to thousands of visitors. Because of its beautiful landscape and urban forest, Gainesville is one of the most attractive cities in Florida. Cue your comments.
0: (laughs) I love how they said, like, preserving history. Okay, what happened to the swamp? (laughs) Oh, wait, you guys turned it down? Tore it down to put an apartment building. (laughs) All of Gainesville is turning into apartment buildings. Yep. It's literally turning into like a miniature like Jacksonville without the infrastructure to be a Jacksonville. Yep. And yeah, UF owns everything because UF just goes buying random places. They're like, mm-hmm. oh because you know UF and Shans is the same company. I see it. I like it. I want it. I got it. This <laughs> cultural thing is really killing me though.
1: Mm, what me is too. Our, what is
0: our demographic breakdowns? Oh, I'd have to look that up i'm gonna google it i would like to see the demographic ba- breakdowns of gainesville florida
1: so you know we we've we've this is our third podcast so you know clay county was on the pick me girl list how are you feeling about alachua county on the pick me girl list they created <laughs> so wait is alachua county queen of the pick me girls right now yeah alachua county well has gainesville be- <laughs> gainesville
0: specifically <laughs> gainesville has been Museums. a museum there's like two of them what are they talking about that's what i was kind of like they're talking about the Cade museum what's the other one and the Cade Museum is about the man who invented,
1: about Dr. Cade, the man who invented Gatorade. So, like, I really, I don't know because, like, I'm thinking, like, we had to, you know, college always makes you go do a group project. Okay, here.
0: Gainesville is 64.55% white. Um, for the African-American population, it's 20%. For the Asian population, it's 6%. And two or more races makes up the last, um, other remaining 6%. Culture? <laughs> what Culture? So Gainesville, you guys are more white than the United States. So Gainesville's trying to live in its forty percent is what you're (laughs) telling. Gainesville's trying
1: to live in its two (laughs) percent. We see you, Gainesville. I just think the whole like urban forest thing, what you haven't developed, like because I know they have like Sweetwater, (laughs) alcohol. I was just like Gainesville. That was all from their website, by the way. So I don't want to get copyrighted. That was from the Gainesville website and it'll be linked in our show notes. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody come to us for You left, don't sue me. I don't yeah. have money like that <laughs> yet. But, we Yeah, don't plagiarize me. I'm crediting that it came from your site that probably an intern, you, were, you forced an intern to write. So you ain't going to get money off of me because you got free labor.
0: Can't afford it right now.
1: <laughs> so first off, I want to say um, a surprising amount of people had actually covered this case in their podcast, and we're obviously going to link it in the show notes because, again, we're not plagiarizers. We did, we did four years of college. We didn't, fi- we didn't fix him to do all that. So even though this case is highly covered by, like, podcasts and some news media outlets, it wasn't covered, I feel like, on a national level. So um, I wanted to cover it, obviously, because it's a little close to home. My father um, was just starting his police career. He was just a little baby cop. Just a little baby fresh out the academy, like fresh, like months. <laughs> what a great way to start. He was still um he was still partnered up with a along <laughs> Thank you, Danny Rowling. And so Daniel. So <laughs> so my father is a Gainesville native. So he grew up um he fun fact had a motorized scooter that he would ride to middle school. So he was one of the cool kids because he didn't have to be dropped off <laughs> with his with his trumpet.
0: That was like a flex, but then it turned into not a flex. <laughs> Could you imagine, like in high school, seeing one of the band kids pull up on like a little? Well,
1: remember, they were all getting dropped off by their mom and dad, so like even with the trumpet, still a flex. Okay. My dad was flex. <laughs> Maybe in the eighties. Also, keep in mind, like my mom was like for the eighties, like high school hot, and I like look at she was a flag twirler with a perm in the eighties. So she was high school hot, and she played varsity softball. So. Oh, so
0: she was the it girl.
1: She was the it girl with her, with her flag twirlers. <laughs> Not to like say anything against flag twirlers. Cause the ones at UF could like totally kick my butt. They like train hard, <laughs> hardcore, but like. we talking about the eighties. Yeah. We're talking about the eighties and we're talking about high school. <laughs> I saw the photo. It was so funny. Um, So I'm just going to run through a couple of the podcasts that have covered it by name, like especially the big ones. So again, no plagiarism. So Morbid, Ghoulish Tendencies, True Crime Scribe, Based on a True Podcast, The First Degree, and Southern Fried, just to name a few. And again, I wanted to state that we're going to post these links so we do not get copyrighted, plagiarized, whatever. Um, So now that we've gotten out of the way, let's dive in. First, I th- first thing I think I should say is that we've spent a lot of time in Gainesville. I often consider it our backyard, like if you don't want to go all the way to Jacksonville, like you're going to Gainesville. It used to not be super crowded. Um <laughs> not anymore. However, when I tell you the details of this case, you're going to be like so disgusted and it's definitely difficult for the tiny humans and gremlins to hear, so please take this as your warning for our podcast. Also, if you're listening to this after the other two episodes with tiny humans, that's on you. <laughs> I'm not- that's on you. Um, so in my research for this case, I stumbled on several different podcasts. Um, but what stuck with me was a podcast called 4 Days, 5 Murders and 30 Years Later, which was written by a team of young student reporters, again, free labor from UF. Um, that were actually not much older than the victims themselves. And we're going to be linking their we're going to be linking their webpage, but I wanted to take a minute to acknowledge all the reporters and team members that worked on this podcast. So I'm going to have that pull that up really quick for you to read. Okay. okay. So to
0: list the reporters that we have on this team, we have Chris O'Brien, Annalise Linder, Malia Linden, Quinn McQuill, Gabriella Mauricio, uh, Sophia Mingott, Anthony Montalto, uh, Kristen Moorhead, and Audrey Mostick. Camille Respes—that's how I would say it—and um, then the producers were Kate Hudson and Josh Williams. And the executive producers and team leaders is uh, Moni Basu, uh, Michael and Linda Conley, and Ryan Vasquez. I do apologize if I said any of your names incorrectly. I did try my hardest, but those are the journalists, editors. Um, overall, executive producers who did this podcast focusing on the Gainesville Ripper.
1: And the reason I selected this outlet is because of an article written actually by one of the reporters, uh, Malia Linden. As I was in the early stages of research, I stumbled onto her article, and it actually like brought me to tears and it gave me chills. And here's the quote that like hit home. She said, "I grew up in a Christian household, and I lived in South Florida for a couple of years, but Sonia and her friend Christy." couldn't finish their first year at UF. I did. Krista Holt couldn't become a crime scene investigator, but I can still chase my dreams. Manny couldn't earn his degree from UF, but I'm working towards mine. And Tracy didn't get a chance to meet her nieces and nephews, but I will. And it was just kind of like, I think about like when I was this young, like on the cusp of, you know, you're not an adult, but you're like a little baby adult, and you're starting your life and your career, and literally everything just taken from them because of this horrible human being who had no impulse control.
0: Wet piece of lettuce.
1: Solidly. Solidly. And if that didn't put things in perspective, like I don't know like what would for this case. Like it is, it is college kids. It's fresh year college kids. I mean, I remember I was not the smartest freshman. (laughs) I thought I was invincible. Mm -hmm. And so I guess this was kind of scary to think about like, this could have easily been me.
0: It could have been. And, like, I know you're going to go into more detail later, but from what I remember from this case, like, they were taken advantage of in the place they should have
1: been the safest. Absolutely. Like, you should be safe in your home. Okay. Also, if you want to turn your home into a mini Fort Knox, I'm not judging anyone anymore. (laughs) After these two cases, make your home Fort Knox do it. So, um, I really wanted to focus focus on the victims first because I feel like, you know, the fact that he named himself is in and of itself just bleh. So starting with Sonia, she is described by her best friends as a sweet girl but reserved who enjoyed working with children. And Christina, Christy, described by her high school best friend as eager to move into this phase of her life, these two girls um, met as freshmen during the summer and decided to be roommates. They had to seek off-campus housing due to the dorms being full, which already made their parents nervous. And Kelsey, you actually went away to college. Good for you. Everyone who lives in a small town should. (laughs) Um, So what were the freshman roles for you? Like, did you have to live in the dorm? No. Oh, so you didn't. So you did off-campus housing.
0: No. So my first year, I did live in a dorm. But that's because I read the rules incorrectly. Technically, for most Florida, like, state, like, universities, you don't have to live on campus. The requirement is, though, that you have a meal plan but you don't actually have to live on campus.
1: Oh, okay. I think UF makes them now. And I think, it's, I think it's tied to this case. If anyone went to UF as a freshman you'd have to live in the dorms, feel free to correct me, but I really think I remember like even my friends that lived locally, they had to live in the dorms their freshman year. But again, correct me if I'm wrong. So again, their parents were already nervous, rightfully so, um, so they weren't able to reach the girls and the Powells decided to drive to the apartment that the girls shared after not getting a response to them for a couple of hours. They sought out help from the maintenance man. This is a trustworthy maintenance man. I know sometimes those are... (laughs) Um, So when they were... So the maintenance man, they were unable to get a response from the apartment. They knocked and banged. They were then able to get in contact with the building manager, and then subsequently they called the police. When the police entered the apartment, they found um, Powell first. She had been raped and stabbed multiple times and manipulated. As the police moved to the second floor, they discovered... Sonia's body on her bed with stab wounds in her arms and torso so that's terrible in and of itself
0: what do you mean manipulated
1: he had a thing for posing them okay so at first it kind of looked somewhat natural but when she started to look at the scene as a whole and like after the shock wore off it was not it was not natural So um, she was found lying on on her back on the bed with her feet on the floor and her hair fanned out. As the police began to process the scene, they noticed some super weird stuff, including one of the girls having soap on her entire body. We later learned that he entered the apartment by wedging a screwdriver into the door jamb, and this was on August 26th of 1990. So... My parents got married in 91. My mom was in high school.
0: My mom graduated high school in 1992.
1: So obviously this is like insane because Gainesville was relatively safe. Like you had your normal break-ins, things like that. Like nothing like this had happened, right? Mm -hmm. They're thinking it's a one-off. This continues on to the next day, on to August 27th. Christia Holt was an aspiring police officer who had been working part-time at the Alachua County Sheriff's Office. While she was attending school When she failed to show up for work They sent an officer to her residence Where he discovered that she had been raped Stabbed to death, mutilated And almost completely beheaded Sick mm-hmm. B word Her body was posed as well Into a sitting position
0: He's like mentally fucked
1: Mm-hmm. This dude is fucked So again that was August 26th or 26 was the first incident. This was the 27th. And now we're on to the 28th. And it's not stopping.
0: Escalation.
1: So not even an escalation. He didn't no. hit the
0: gas once.
1: No, he hit nitro and said, I'm going. The gas.
0: He hit the brakes once.
1: No. He All hit, gas, no brakes. He hit nitro and said, I'm going. Full set. He's sent. like,
0: do not, fuck it.
1: So Tracy had dreams of being a lawyer. And Manny wanted to pursue architect best friends since their high school days. Um, they had just begun living together, and according to reports, Manny was the first to be attacked, and he fought hard. Really hard. Um, but ultimately, he did lose the fight, dying of multiple stab wounds. Tracy was discovered on the living room floor. She had also been raped and posed as well. And she also had soap residue on her lower body.
0: So do they... At this point, I know it probably doesn't say it, but, like, do they think the soap residue on her lower body is to hide, like, a a sexual assault?
1: I think, obviously, like, common sense would tell you yes. So I think they're... Like, I think, honestly, they're reeling. This is three days of of pure terror. Mm -hmm. This is, like, essentially one, two, three... This is five. Boom, like that. Mm -hmm. So I think they're reeling with trying to process it. Like, I think... In the back of their mind, it might be there, but it's, I think it's not something that somebody maybe has said out loud yet, or even started to think that I think they're literally just like, there was one of their own, there were these two girls, now there's this girl and, and a man, like, you know, the M.O. was off, like, it's just kind of full-on panic. So at this point, the police and the community are in a full-on panic, students were moving home, and as you know, the end of August, like, it's syllabus week. Syllabus week has started, maybe it's already passed, maybe it's the second week, like, students are withdrawing from the university, the local authorities quickly, like, they didn't hesitate, they called him back up, um, right away from several different state agencies. FWC again, don't know why FWC's here. Um, so details and similarities are starting to emerge from the different crime scenes, and a pattern was quickly established. Um. Oh, wait,
0: I have an answer to the FWC thing. Oh, you do? Uh, the, the Florida Wildlife Conservation? Yes. Yes. Um, Oh, I don't think it's FWC. But so essentially, if you're an FWC officer, you have like, you know, like only like county officers and city officers only have rights to that county, that city. FWC can go anywhere. They're not bound by county or city limits.
1: Oh, so they're like the highway patrol. They have jurisdiction over the state. Mm -hmm. Oh, and the waterways, right? Mm -hmm. Fun fact, Florida Highway Patrol does not have jurisdiction over the waterways.
0: (laughs) That's why they need the FWC.
1: Yes. So... They brought them in, again, you know, FWC is really popular for hopping on in. Okay, so they finally figured out that he was entering homes through their back door with the screwdriver, and all of the victims lived near wooded areas.
0: Hmm, it's Suspicious. spacious.
1: Mm-hmm. This is why if you see something in the woods, no, you didn't. If you hear something in the woods, no, you didn't. <laughs> also, lock your doors, maybe put something in front of it, I don't know. Well, I mean, he had a screwdriver, so that means he's definitely popping the lock. Yes, so now that we see that this crazy person exists in the world, I'm I'm barricading my doors. You gonna have to trip. You gonna trip and break your neck. You won't, you will have to work to get me. Honestly,
0: I'm about to get some sliding French doors, and I'm gonna put that piece of wood right there. You can't open the door, bitch.
1: Nope.
0: Even if you try to pop it, you're gonna. Bang. Yep. <laughs> full Remember stop. Whenever we'd forget to move the wood, and we like <laughs> like a full body jerking moment. Yes. And it was loud as fuck too. Yes. Dogs would lose their mind, and we're like, okay, sorry, you yeah. me to do it.
1: My bad, bro. <laughs> so the police still had other crimes taking place, obviously, including robbery um, that led them to this campsite, right? So they've got this robbery going. So this is like a background crime, right? This robbery that happened. So I feel like they probably put like the newbies on this robbery case because like they've got murder happening, right? So the police, you know, saw all these other crimes taking place, including this robbery and this robbery is super important because it led them on a little map chase to a campsite a campsite I know that's why I don't date men that camp (laughs) unless you have an RV then I'm then then I know you're not roughing it so you can't murder someone in an RV I'm sure you could murder somebody in an RV but like most of the time when you're in an RV you're in an RV park like you're not out like in a tent did you not
0: hear about that case right after the Gabby Petito case it was actually right around the same time frame she this girl was living in a camper with her much older boyfriend don't tell me this In her like parents backyard don't tell me this and he literally murdered her in the camper
1: la 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 <laughs> i feel really safe in my la, la 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 false sense so of security well this is why i put a dehumidifier in front of the door along with like an ottoman and then i put a little bottle on the ottoman it's a little glass cup so if it falls it's making a ruckus Okay. I want my neighbors to hear.
0: Okay, so we're at a campsite.
1: So we're at a campsite, right? And this is why I believe it was the little baby cops, right? So at the campsite, they discover some cool little thingamajiggers, uh, including a screwdriver, a
0: suspicious.
1: a cassette player with a tape deck inside of it, money from the robbery ruined by a die pack, and a gun. Okay. And so gun. the officer saw all of this and said, oh, it doesn't apply. Because there's a gun. Didn't connect it. Bloop.
0: You know, sometimes
1: common sense isn't common. And I wanted to be like, y'all didn't watch Sesame Street. Like, one of these things just doesn't belong here. Sesame Street
0: wasn't on the TV whenever these cops would have been kids. Are you for real? Yeah. (gasps) Neither would. What's the other? What's the, the creepy man? What creepy man? Look for the helpers when something bad happens.
1: Are you talking about Mr. Rogers? Yeah. Don't you disrespect Mr. Rogers? He is creepy looking. He is not he he's America's grandfather not mine (laughs) take that
0: back I never had a grandfather but I don't like you putting that on me Bobby
1: (laughs) you either loved Mr. Rogers or you didn't I loved him I would say the little town that the train went to kind of was like a like a thing for me but I might be explaining it wrong but we were also like golden girls Mine
0: was like Bill and I the Science Guy. We'll call him America's grandfather. Do you Bill remember Nye the Science Guy.
1: Bill. Well, I don't know if we can do that. We might not <laughs> be able to afford that. With Disney, leave us alone. Um, How about Reading Rainbow? I do not watch that. <gasps> I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Next, you're going to talk about the freaking weird doll on the couch.
1: Oh, didn't watch her. What about like oh, Yeah,
0: I watched Zubumufu. Uh,
1: What was it? Reading Lions? Between. I oh, can't sing that one either. It was a PBS show. <laughs> We can't afford that yet.
0: (laughs) Uh, No, I don't think I would.
1: I was like forced to only watch PBS shows because it was like when my parents were like hardcore religious. So, like, we didn't have cable, we had PBS and the news.
0: I was definitely watching like some version of the Disney Channel.
1: We got that when I was like 12.
0: I know. Remember that. One? <laughs> okay, so just just to say, like, kind of the difference. Not only is that a major difference in our upbringing. Kayla and I once having this conversation, and she was like, "Oh, do you remember going home from school and watching Reba on TV?" And I was like, "No, girl. I'd go home from school and I was watching Maury. <laughs> Maury, Maury. That's what I was watching. I don't think we can. Can we afford that? Can we?" And afford I was watching it with my dad.
1: <laughs> I'm over here like watching Reba, Walker Texas Ranger, Touched by an Angel watch of jerry springer maury (laughs) judge brown (laughs) which i will chalk it up to you i think is why you can read people so quickly like you ain't got no time you're like no and i'm like we should be their friend and you're like no you've single-handedly kept me alive so
0: they should be on jerry showing her beads for some jerry's beads
1: (laughs) i will go to nola before i show that
0: old creepy man my titties (laughs) we have standards. Gary Springer, don't sue me. I don't think you're that old. Well, you're old, but I don't think you're that creepy. It's just, you have some you're suspicious. you like Mr. Rogers.
1: It's just some suspicious tendencies. I
0: think it was the sweater vest.
1: I love the sweater vest, but I'm a cardigan girl. I was here for the sweater vest.
0: It's kind of just like pedophile I'm not calling him a pedophile. Don't sue me. That's not slander, libel, whatever you want to call it. It just...
1: Why do the pedophiles have to ruin sweater vests for everyone?
0: It's like not the dude from Blue's Clues, because, like, you know he was normal, but, like, remember when they made up, like, the story that he killed himself?
1: Oh, my and gosh. And then he popped up, like, four years ago, and he's like, I never die. And that's how, like, I know I was emotionally damaged, because, like, he popped up, and I was like, you're back! I was like... <laughs> Where you been? What you doing? I remember the rumor being that you jumped off a building. <laughs> yeah, that was wild.
0: But he was bald, so... Okay.
1: Oof. So, because there was just a gun, they were like, whoop, nope, can't be connected. So we just completely ignored the cassette uh, player and the cassette tape they deck. It would
0: be easy to beat a battleship.
1: So easy, so easy. They would put
0: everything in the same exact territory.
1: So the police decide that they're gonna focus on our friend Ed, our friend Ed Humphrey. And I'm not I gonna lie, I say
0: Ed Kemper, and I was like, oh, I don't think so. <laughs>
1: uh, and I'm not gonna lie, dude looks scary as hell. Like if I saw him walking down the street. I already locked my door so damn quickly. Um here, let me just show you a picture of him. Let me show you his mugshot from this time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he looks like the guy that was high on basalts that like ate somebody's
1: face off. hmm Giving me basalts vibe, right? Like he clearly looks like he's on something. And... Yeah, that man's on drugs. So um
0: he's on the good shit. hmm
1: So, I mean, like yeah. <laughs> so
0: Can your eyes already even open your mugshot
1: yeah you got like half an eye eye open and you still look scary as hell so obviously they focus in on him and they're like we're gonna get him right we're interrogating him we're like you know pounding the pavement we did good police work patting ourselves on the back right um then my girl my girl dna is like psych (laughs) so um ed you are not the killer (laughs) so even though dna was just a baby um, they were able to clear him eventually, but not totally before ruining his reputation. Like, dragged through the mud, showed his mugshot everywhere. Like, yeah, mm hmm, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, we got him. And then, you know, my girl DNA was like, <laughs> And They're
0: like, well, too late.
1: <laughs> Try Everybody again. in
0: Gainesville thinks you did
1: it. So, like, basically. How about getting a job? So they have Ed chilling in a jail cell, still. And. It's the safest place for him to be. The phone rings. Someone's like, let me call the Alaska County Sheriff's Department, right? So the phone rings, and it's their police homies from Louisiana. They're like, hey, what's good? Um, from Shreveport, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, uh, we know you guys are super busy, but I'm like, we have this cold, cold case, and it's like eerily similar. Eerily similar, right? Okay. So, so like
0: I applaud Louisiana for reaching out because I think – I mean, you'll get into that. Because, you know, so often we don't even talk, like, inner counties.
1: No. They were
0: talking interstates. Yeah. That was a big ass for
1: Louisiana to be like, you know what? So, I, there was only, like, a couple places that put it, but apparently one of the Louisiana police officers was, like, traveling through our state and was like, hold up, like, saw the news and was like, wait a minute. That's very familiar. I've seen this before. The hair fanned out. What? And so he was like, hmm. Suspicious, so he went back, and like props to whoever he told, because they were like, you know what, let's look into it. So they call up Gainesville, and the Gainesville cops were like, bet, hit us with what you got, you know, like, what you mean? So we learn that on November 4th, 1989, Will Grissom, 55, and his daughter Julie Grissom, 24, and William's eight-year-old grandson, Sean, murdered. And the reason the, the police in Shreveport think it's connected is because they found Julie had been raped, had tape residue on her hands, posed, and what was discovered to be vinegar on her lower body. And they're like, hey, we know it's not so, but like suspicious, right?
0: Cleaning solution.
1: Yeah, eerily similar. Not exactly the same, but you know, like this could be the, the beginning, right? And so the police believe that the vinegar was used as some sort of cleaning agent, like you said. And then they correlated that to the soap on the other bodies. And they were like, huge breakthrough. And, um, and they were like, this is the smoking gun. And I was like, okay. Um. We literally
0: had a smoking gun, but we dismissed it already.
1: <laughs> and then, QCSI music, uh, not that we can afford it. So just imagine CSI music in your head. The blood types found at the crime scenes matched. <laughs> And they didn't match Ed, so I'd like to reiterate that that like Ed was still chilling in jail, and they were like, "It doesn't match." My girl DNA was like, "Let him go." So let me go. Through all of this, we learn from Louisiana. We get the name Danny Rawling, right? Uh, He's the main piece of shit in this case. All right, keep that in mind. He's we don't like him. So his father was a police officer. who, according to reports, let Danny know from a young age that he was unwanted and would regularly beat him and his dog. I found a report that said this man would beat the dog so bad that the dog ended up dying in Danny's arms after school. Mm-hmm. We don't like him, I know, but that, like... Yeah, but I could
0: have sympathy for a child. Yeah. That didn't deserve that. No. Nope. Not the adult who became a horrible human being.
1: So, a messed up dad really messed up his kid, who then chose to destroy other innocent people and their families. So we're going to go ahead and fast forward from November 1989 to May 1990. And this is about three months before the Gainesville murders. Danny Dude gets in a huge fight with his dad and is chased out of his dad's house at gunpoint. He then returns with his own gun and shot his dad in the face.
0: I'm not saying he deserved it. But I'm saying he deserved it.
1: They deserve each other. Yeah. So some important side information that I found out about our dude. Um, he wanted to be a country singer. <laughs> I don't know why you wanted to be a country singer. Like, I get like you're from Louisiana, so like I'm with you, but like you came to Florida, wrong way, wrong direction. Not that I wanted you to go to Nashville and do any of this, but like, country singer in Florida. Now, like, don't. I know we got like recording studios because like Pitbull's a thing, so like. Mr. 305 found a recording studio, so I know we have them, but I'm just, like, I don't feel like Florida is the country singer hub, especially in the 90s, that, like, you would want to So does to. it ever, like, do we ever, like,
0: know what brought him to Florida?
1: Yes. Okay. So a little bit of more side information outside of the country singer part, because that threw me. Um, our, our boy spent a couple years in the U.S. Air Force. <laughs> Ladies, as if you needed me to tell you, that military men are toxic. (laughs) The serial killer served in the United States military, a whole man in a uniform. I get the trope is nice, but toxic. I don't vote that the trope is nice, so. I wonder how many military
0: members are serial killers. I feel like a lot of the really famous serial killers at least had a stint in the military branch.
1: Yeah, like, they made it through, like, basic and, like, a little baby contract, like, four-year contract, but... I'm not going to talk about the United States military, because I don't want to be murdered in my sleep. <laughs> no. But I was just like, that's kind of insane, because, like, you know, like, they screen people. I know. <laughs> in the 80s? it was in the 90s. 80s, 90s. I, I thought that they would have it together. Okay, so fun little story time. <laughs>
0: My father, enlisted in the, my biological father, was in the Navy. Was dishonestly discharged because he got <laughs> drunk and
1: drove into the military police on base. You're not getting out of that one. I didn't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. But like.
0: He changed his last name <laughs> and joined again. What? No. Yes. What? He went from James Eldon Pinifold to James Eldon Morton. James Eldon Morton is not his legal name on any document on the face of the earth. He bamboozled the United States military? Yes. And they let him back in. <laughs> what? <laughs> they he were... went. That's how he met my mom. If he hadn't gone in a second time, he would have never
1: met my mom. So you're saying the United States military dropped the ball and you get to be here? Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I can't be too mad at them. <laughs> but again, um, so to go to their screening practices in the 90s. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, he then moved um, into a career of crime, committing several robberies in Georgia, Alabama, and Mississippi, which resulted in him spending a majority of the 1980s in prison. So, once everybody started connecting the dots, the police went back. Um, They're like, oh, the campsite. the campsite. Before I like knock that all the way out of the way, let me move that. They're like, the campsite. And they were like, hey, you little baby cop, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, listen to that recording in that cassette deck? Yep. So, which was super creepy that they had um, this the entire time, but dude says his name on the tape in so many of the songs. So the police began to search, and luckily, he's literally vibing in their backyard. Where you may ask, forty miles south in a Marion County jail.
0: <laughs> what did he do to get arrested in Marion County?
1: Um, the bar is on the floor, sir. <laughs> I, like, I was like, he was what? Yeah, Marion County got him. Boop. The bar is on the floor. So they bring him back. They're like, run it back. Uh, Marion County, give it back. Can't have it. Um, and on November 5th, 1991, he is officially charged with the five murders of the college students. So his trial starts February 15th, 1994. A little, um, have a little bit of loyalty to that, of that year, but uh, I don't claim him. <laughs> Um, So his attorney stood up and shockingly entered a guilty plea.
0: They're such bitches. I've decided I hate guilty pleas.
1: However, in the 90s, the state's attorney's office did not fuck around. They were a fuck around and find out kind of people. They still kept the death penalty on the table. Good for them. Um, And so it did decide it went on to a jury because it had the death penalty, right? Right. And they convicted him on April 20th, and he was sentenced to death. Of 94? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: I just, I guess I'm so amazed at how fast the court system used to be back in the day.
1: They didn't play in the 90s.
0: Like, if you think back on it, like the two we just did for, like, Clay County, that's three, four years before the people are actually sentenced.
1: Yes. So I think we can— I mean,
0: I guess we're killing more people now than we used to back in the day, but—
1: I think we could chalk that up to um, the public outcry. Like,
0: like, I don't know.
1: Well, think about the University of Florida and how much money they were losing with students withdrawing. Like...
0: Maybe, but I, I think a lot of 90s cases... Like, Ted Bundy's was really fucking fast. That was in the 70s, 80s. I said his name a lot. Oh, my God.
1: He's haunting me. <laughs> He's coming for us. So, yeah, they didn't play. They were like, you gotta go. So, following the sentencing, Manny's brother Mario stood up and shouted... You're going down in five. Do you understand that? In less than five years, we ha- we have the last say, and we did prevail. Our children's names will be remembered over you. He was ordered to be removed, and then on October twenty fifth, 2006, um, the jerk face was killed by lethal injection, and on his deathbed, he handed a piece of paper to his pastor, finally admitting and acknowledging the Grissom murders from Louisiana hmm
0: that man you know I mean like he like he really did do all this like there is no debate if he did this or not but to like to be that kind of evil like you're already in jail you're already going to be murdered in the state of Florida why not just admit to what you did in Louisiana like on a criminal like basis right like if he had countered I don't think it would work in his favor but if he was so like I don't know if he's afraid of dying, whatever the fuck it was, he could have at least. You're in jail anyways. You're going to die regardless. That I yeah. don't know. It just baffles me to like how evil he actually is because you just held that in. Yeah. 2006 and you killed them in the 80s. Yeah, 1989. 89. Hmm. You know how fucking long that is. Mm. He just held it in. He was like, mm, you know what? I'm dying now, so. Hey go, hey go, like,
1: sir, what even?
0: I'll I'll hop off my soapbox now. Um,
1: well I'm fixing to give you another thing to soapbox on. Okay. So dead and gone, he died. Okay. Um, also a couple of the, like news articles that I looked at, like I want to say like three or four, like really were sp- like very specific on what his last meal was, and I refused to say it. Like they harped on it for some reason, and I was like, mm, that's weird. Why are we? like, glamorizing his last meal. That's kind of what it felt like, but I was like, "Mm, I'm gonna move past it. Not even gonna include it. Um, Now I'm curious. Not even the weirdest part of this man. You know, outside of being a murderer and his last meal. Um, He had a fiancé, but not just any fiancé. Sandra London was born in Florida and is a controversial true crime author. She was the one-time girlfriend of convicted murderer. And uh, suspected serial killer G J Schaefer and the fiance of convicted serial killer Danny Rowling. Sis has a type, and it's toxic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What? Well, she's a Florida he, native." Say George Schaefer is
0: a fucking. He's not. A, he, that man is actually a murderer. Well, it says he's a suspected. Yeah, he's serial a, killer. He's so Well, he's a suspected serial killer because we're gonna cover him eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but he got charged for cases up in Bradford. Um, but he did a lot more in um, Hillsborough County. Same exact mo, same exact thing. For that, real. That he did up there, he got caught for them too. He did down there too, to multiple.
1: Oh. So. Yeah. Sis has a type.
0: And you know, the craziest thing is, I bet her intelligence is through the roof. You know, that's what it is for these women. Like they, they have IQs that like borderline. Like. She's
1: forty she's like 45 40 or she's 74 or 75 right now. She's still alive in Florida. In Florida. And her occupation is listed as a true crime author. Um she's got a couple like weird books, books about like true vampires.
0: Well, considering she was married or engaged to the devil himself, I don't put it past her.
1: Yeah, um really weird. Luckily, though, I'm pretty sure I'm double-checking right now. I'm looking. She did not have any kids with these serial killers. Thank God. I know. I was like, look at that. Um, so, weirdly enough, Danny had some last words. So, I will talk about his last meal since you're super curious about it. It was lobster tail, shrimp, a baked potato, strawberry cheesecake, and a sweet tea. I would spit in his teeth. <laughs> Like, hocked a loogie in that. like, And then they're like, hey, do you have any final words? And he was like, yes, but I also have a song. And he Let it go. Sang, You're never going to make it in Nashville. He sang a song in which he repeated the line, none greater than thee, O Lord. And the relatives of the slain students watched in the death chamber. Like, he put on a show for them. Mm-hmm. A showman to the day he croaked. Or was mm-hmm. fo- forced to quirk.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. i was like, all right, shut the fuck up. Put the <laughs> gag in. <laughs> Last words are... Or- You're I- not going to see God. I, like, I don't know what y'all believe in, whatever. You're not seeing Jesus. I would have swung. Because, <laughs> like, y'all talk about, like, all sins are equal. No, they're not. You, you gonna tell me he forgave him and Ted Bundy? Because all of a sudden Ted Bundy became religious, too.
1: They always come religious at the end. They're scared. They're scared Because they know
0: that they're dying. I. That's what think they get they- for being prideful. The biggest sin you can
1: commit is pride. So we also have to talk about something that bugs both of us. The movie franchise, Scream, is based off of this guy. And in all of my research that I did, the Scream franchise has not given to any of these kids... Um, foundations, any of these students' foundations, and has not contributed to any sort of like education or help or philanthropy or anything. They literally ripped off stuff from this guy and just used it for profit.
0: And literally, um, I mean, I'm sure everybody knows. Scream is a household name. I think there's three movies in total: one, two, and three.
1: I, you know, I don't watch scary movies.
0: Uh, I I haven't. I just gotten scary movies. I will never watch Scream a day in my life. I will rather die before I watch that, um, just because you guys should be giving to the family. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care what it is. You better be giving to the families, because even in Gainesville, like we, so we have like a a road. I can't remember the name of the road. Is it thirty? It's thirty fourth, um, where we have the murals up, mm-hmm. where it's repainted and retouched, and like nobody ever. So like essentially, it's kind of like like a wall essentially and there's a bunch of different people go paint like sometimes you'll see like mary sue will you marry me or like some other like bs in there like abort the court (laughs) yeah you see wild shit on there but we have remember and we have them on there
1: yes there is a section for them and i recently drove by there and um there is a section right next to these children's victim like their their victim memorial and they have gone on and put on the uvalde texas victims as well Good for them. So um, weird to go back to to Sandra London. She actually has a new book out called "Good Little Soldiers: A Memoir of True Horror." Read me the synopsis. <laughs> okay, uh, it was co-authored by Diana Fitzpatrick.
0: Diana, you're a fucking piece of shit
1: too. Um, you cannot you, be
0: friends with this type of person and not be just as bad as them. Here,
1: I'm gonna take. I'm gonna show you a picture of our lovely Miss. She's gonna look like aged milk. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like Corella Deville. But like the dollar store version.
0: Yeah, not even the dollar, literally
1: the dollar tree. So I'm an author, best known for my true crime books. My latest is So the Good Little Soldier's A Memoir of True Horror. So It relates um, to a tale of murder witnessed by a child who is disbelieved when she reports it.
0: Okay, uh, what's the original case? You're going to
1: credit the original case you just copyrighted from, you fucking bitch? So her website goes on to say, I collaborated with serial killer Danny Rollins on The Making of a Serial Killer and with serial killer G.J. Schaefer on Killer Fiction, both published by Feral House. My first book was Knockin' on Joe, Voices from Death Row, published in the UK.
0: She literally gives them credit yep. and sources them. I'm probably screaming in your I'm livid. She is writing on the
1: coattails of a serial killer's fame. You raggedy bitch. <laughs> it goes on to say... You leg rat. Many recognize me from my pioneering work with the late discordian non-profit carrie thornley i put him on national tv and published his tale of involvement in the assassination of jfk
0: you know i would love to like study the psychology of women like this like you you will do anything to be famous you will risk it all won't you
1: babe you raggedy bitch Oh, and in March of 2017, she died. I appeared in an episode of Killer Cops about G.J. Schaefer that aired on Sky TV.
0: Oh, the man that, wasn't she engaged to him?
1: In her earlier life, she was the lead singer in her own reggae band playing original world music. I wrote, hi, a, I wrote a high-tech production, literature, and manuals. I worked with keyboards for doctors and lawyers. You know
0: why she looks like shit? Because when you're a bad person, you age horribly. hmm You look like Toucan Sam, but the gray and white version
1: of him. In 1993, she was dubbed the Queen of Serial Killers. By who? Herself, um, apparently. So it doesn't. It just says the Queen of Serial Killer, and then it says journalism. I guess it's F-O-L-I-O in January of 1993. F O. L-I-O.
0: I'm about to look this place up.
1: I'm literally, like, looking at her website, like, right now.
0: F-L-O-I-O?
1: Yes. F-O-L-I-O. It says, the queen of serial killer journalism. And I would flip my computer around to show you, but, you know, I'm, like, plugged into a charger. mm-hmm how cr- like sis is unhinged Don't get what what is that what is that i like literally as we were doing i didn't like research this beforehand so this is like all live you guys are on live with caitlin and kelsey on this podcast it's from her own personal portfolio, <laughs> portfolio? <laughs> no it's not she gave herself that
0: Just stopped recording us. We laughed at
1: it. So she even has a quote by herself: "The traditional response to speech that offends is to ignore it. To do anything further gives it much more power and significance than it ever had."
0: That's literally from her own portfolio. She gave herself. We were just making fun of serial killers who give themselves their own names. She gave herself this own name. And she's not even a serial. Oh, she might be a serial killer. Never mind. Knock on wood. Um No, she just likes writing on the coattails of their fame. It's honestly... Choke on the air you breathe. And
1: sue me for saying that. Like, it's so great. Like, you saw her. She looks... Aged milk. Cottage cheese. Unhinged. But I thought, like, that was so bizarre that, like, sis has a type and it's the murderous type. Like, fatal attraction. To the extreme. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, Fatal Attraction, you might want to go hit her up real quick.
0: Don't hit her up. She doesn't need her five minutes of fame anymore.
1: Shit's expired. (laughs) Shit's expired. Um, I thought this was really funny. So, like, you know, like, Google populates, like, trending questions for when you, like, search something. One of the questions was, where is Danny Rawlings now? In the cemetery.
0: (laughs) And I was like, Did he actually get buried in the cemetery? Did anybody claim his body?
1: Um, I think he's in, like, the state cemetery.
0: That's where he deserves to be.
1: The Supreme Court actually rejected one of his last-ditch effort-like appeals. The Supreme Court said, nope. I can't imagine why. (laughs) So he was pronounced dead at 6.13 p.m. on October twenty fifth, two 2006. Bye. Peace. So, I don't think he was the last person executed at the Florida State Prison, but I cannot answer that 100% for sure because, again, this is all live research. I'm Googling right now. You are researching live with us. This is called on-the-fly content.
0: Who was the last person executed in Florida?
1: (laughs) What year was it? Google don't let us down. Why are you making that face?
0: Um, because we still execute people. Oh, what? <laughs> when did it stop?
1: I thought we stopped that. No. Oh, no.
0: We had two that were executed in 2019. Oh. oh By Ron DeSantis. Oh. Good for you, Ron. Normally not a huge fan, but. Attaboy. Good for you. Holy crackerjacks. <gasps> yeah, they were serial killers, too. What is with Florida? How many victims? Okay, so Bobby Joe Long. So, one. so one had ten. Oh, the other had one, two, three, four, five, six. So, but before that, yeah, we haven't stopped.
1: We keep killing people. So, let's. I guess we're just sending a message: don't come to Florida. Don't get caught death in Florida.
0: Because
1: we're gonna get you. Don't come to Florida. I
0: ain't mind bored with the death penalty.
1: Yeah, we're we're coming for you. So what? that is the Canesville Ripper in. A nutshell and his crazy like you know outside of all of the other weird stuff that he did you know that is the case which I think is just absolutely like bizarre you
0: know, I wish we still electric chair people <laughs> <laughs>
1: unpopular opinion <laughs> <laughs> honestly coming in fast with that one
0: like I was just reading them and I was like sorry um and then I got to a certain point like the last person, what you're probably thinking of, is we moved away from the electric chair.
1: Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. But that was
0: in 1999.
1: Oh, oh wh- what? In the 2000, we started lethal injection. Okay, so maybe for some reason, I thought like we just stopped electrocuting, like, electric chairing people in the 40s. Ooh. No. Ted Bundy <laughs> was electric chair. What?
0: Yeah, you ever seen the pictures of him? No, of I haven't. Girl, Okay, no. this is turning to a tangent. I'm going to show this <laughs> off camera. You are. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for listening.
1: Thank you. See you next week for Kelsey's Alacho County case.
0: Yay. Coming in hot. It's a historical one. Oh, so, our
1: first. It's a historical one. So it's going to
0: be interesting. And I should say I mentioned the Rosewood Massacre earlier. I will be covering that at some point, too.
1: That's another historical one. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. Bringing back history. Good night. Night, y'all.